Agnus Dei, qui tollis peccata mundi. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is the Latin phrase that we pray at every Mass. It is the reason for our All Souls Day Masses that the Church celebrates today. This Lamb of God does indeed take away the sins of the world. Wipes them away because of what our Lord has done for us and for all upon the cross through his passion. As we heard yesterday in our first reading from the book of Revelation, salvation comes from our God who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. This Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world, takes away our personal sins, wipes them away through his precious blood poured out for us, that our sins are forgiven, beginning with our baptism and continuing in the, uh, throughout our life if we approach him and ask for this grace of forgiveness. For it is only through the Lamb of God that our sins are forgiven. And that through Christ that he opens the gates of heaven for us and for those that we have lost. We celebrated yesterday the great solemnity of all the saints, those who are in heaven, those who get to see God face to face. As we celebrated All Saints, it was for us to be spurred on to get to heaven. And as we celebrate All Souls Day today, we remember and pray for those who are still on the journey, those who are almost there to get to heaven and see God face to face. The Catechism explains that all who die in God's grace and his friendship but still imperfectly purified, are indeed assured of their eternal salvation. But after death, they undergo purification so as to achieve the holiness necessary to enter the joy of heaven. They are those that have died in God's grace and all who die in God's grace and his friendship are assured of their eternal salvation. They are promised this, that they will one day get to see God face to face. They will get to see him. And what strikes me about this passage is how generous God is in granting and giving salvation. For he wants all to be saved and come to knowledge of him who is the truth. And so those who have died in God's grace, those who have passed away, connected to him, beginning at their baptism, living throughout their life with him in his friendship, that God grants this gift of eternal salvation. Meaning that despite their sins, despite the times they may have strayed, despite the times they were not yet perfect in love, God knew their hearts and wanted them to be with him forever and has granted them salvation for which they longed. And yet truly knowing their hearts, the souls 
still imperfectly purified, as the Catechism says, are granted the gift of purification, granted the time, the opportunity to achieve holiness of life and enter the joy of heaven. We call this in our church the gift of purgatory. It was a one time uh, visited my grandmother, and uh, she is um, a, a Lutheran. Uh, so my mom's side of the family was Lutheran, and my dad's side of the family was Catholic, and we were going down to the farm in southern Indiana, and uh, we were um, talking about different matters of faith because, you know, I was in seminary for a while, a long while, and things like this came up. And we, were, we had a great conversations back and forth. My grandma is a very devout Christian. But she asked about purgatory. What is this weird thing you Catholics believe? And it was an opportunity to explain to her that it is a great gift for us. A great gift because God wants us to be with him. And so if we pass away before we are perfect in love as God calls us to in the Gospels, before we are um, like him again, meaning that we are without sin, God provides an opportunity for us, a way for us after death to want him alone, to want and to live for him in all things, to not be attached to anything yet here on earth. This is God's gift for us. And we are praying tonight at this Mass for all the souls who are yet still in purgatory, who are still yet promised salvation, who are yet on the journey and enduring this purification so that they desire and want God alone. For the souls in purgatory, they don't stay there. They don't stay there forever because God, if a soul makes it to, makes it to purgatory, they are going to heaven. And what a gift this is. The catechism continues. From the beginning, the church has honored the memory of the dead and offered prayers in suffrage for them. Above all, the Eucharistic sacrifice so that thus purified, they may attain the beatific vision, so that they may see God face to face. Yesterday, with all saints, that was a day for us to be inspired to get to heaven, to see God face to face. And today we are praying for the souls who are yet almost there, so that they can see God face to face. This is why we are offering this Mass, why the church has this Mass every single year, to pray for those who have gone before us, those who are yet in need of divine assistance in this greatest prayer that we can offer, the prayer of the sacrifice of the Mass, in addition to our rosaries, which is a wonderful prayer in addition to our time offered in adoration, those times when our loved ones come to mind and we pray for them at home. They need our prayers, brothers and sisters, so that uh, by God's grace, they can see him face to face. And may we pray for the grace tonight for them, 
that they uh, may be speedily lifted up and welcomed fully to see God face to face, may be purified so quickly that they can be with him forever. And so we pray that this Lamb of God, our Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, who takes away the sins of the world, will have mercy on us. That this Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, will have mercy on the souls who have gone before us and all the souls on their way to eternal life. The beatific vision, to see God face to face. Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us.